Welcome to Geek Salad. I am your host, Jay Rock. This week we're doing something a little bit different, something that I call Gamer Stories. A little while ago, I reached out to different people that I have interviewed, and I asked them to share different gamer-type stories. This could be something that happened in a game or while you were trying to find a game, something that has to do with gaming, but a good entertaining story that could be funny or heartwarming, something like that. So today, our first one is from Kerry Swidecki. Carrie is a teacher from Bakersfield who holds various dance game world records. And in 2010, she broke the Guinness World Record for longest marathon on a dance or rhythm game. Now, you know there's got to be some great stories there. So without further ado, here's Carrie Swidecki's Gamer Story. Well, there's, there's so many crazy gamer stories. I've been, you know, doing this for 16 years this summer. It's crazy, but I think most of the, my favorite crazy gaming stories have been during my world records when I do multiple days. And it seems like every year they get more and more crazy because <laughs> the hours go longer. But one of the stories that stand out to me most was this last summer. I did 138 hours of just dancing that six days in my local video game store autos video games and more and i had 150 volunteers and it seemed like after the first couple days it got more and more crazy because you get delirious and um i was only sleeping 45 minutes every every 24 hours and all my i instructed all my volunteers to yell at me to be belligerent whatever it took to keep me awake so when people were walking in the store, they kept thinking that they were being mean to me. And I said, no, no, they got to keep me awake. They got to stimulate me and stuff. So it was all part of what could motivate me to keep going. And um, I think the most favorite thing that I loved about this one this summer is I got to live in a gaming store for six days. And I slept on a tent cot in the PC gaming room. And as I would sleep for those 45 minutes and later it would become 15-minute craft sessions, I was not aware what was going on. People were massaging my feet. People were massaging my body as I was sleeping because I was aching so much that it just got really crazy. And I remember I woke up and um, I tried to just dance the last, um, the last hurrah, the last 24 hours. And I said, I need to sleep. I am so freaking tired. And they're all, you can't, you have to keep going. This is the last push. And it was at a hundred and uh, I think it was 110 hours at that point and I said I just can't I go I need to sleep a little longer I go how much big time do I have in, um, in sleeping time and they go well you could probably sleep another 30 minutes I said well then let me go sleep another 30 minutes this is ridiculous so I went back and I slept and because I was accumulating my break time to hoard it and when I went back to sleep then uh, my friend Tanya she goes I go, she goes, you got to get up. And it was taking five people the last three days to get me up out of the 10 cot because I just couldn't get up. And I was like, this is, so she goes there and I said, well, how much time do I have left? She goes, you're dead. You're dead. You have no more time left. She goes, you used it all up. She goes, you can't even go to the bathroom if you want to. And I go, oh my God, this is crazy. So she told me I was dead. I thought I have no more break time accumulated. If the Xbox dies, SD card needs to be changed. We have no big time to cover it. So I was dancing and I said, you know what? give me a bag of Cheetos. And they're like, you're going to eat a bag of Cheetos? I go, yeah, give me, I want a chocolate chip cookie. Give me a Dr. Pepper. And I was eating all this, I was like, bring me all the junk food. I go, I, I want to try one of your, like, smorgasbord cookies that you made. And everyone's looking at me like, what's wrong? And they're all, why are you eating all that stuff? And I said, well, Tanya said I have no more time left. Call the media, tell them to come on down. We're dead. 
they go, and then Tanya has this blush, like her face, and they're all, no, she lied. She goes, you still have two more hours of bank time. I go, oh, okay, let's keep going. <laughs> I go, so I was like, this is crazy. But yes, I thought I was dead. So I was telling them to bring me all this bad food to eat and everything. I was like, I'm done. The world record's done. I'm not going to make it to the overall longest video game of all time. I'm just going to enjoy myself and go home to sleep. So I was like already turning the sheet and everyone started yelling at me. <laughs> so it was like all the craziness and stuff. But yeah, it was really epic. And then every time... You know, I, that was my first time live streaming, which was, I love Twitch because of that. And um, people were coming on, checking every 30 minutes, and they were all like, are you still live? And there's moments I looked really bad because I was tired. And you could see me fighting through it from 3 in the morning to 5 in the morning. But I slept every day at 5 in the morning. That was my time when I knew I had to sleep because my body, I knew when my body would give up. And so um, they would come in and they would see me when I wake back up. And they were all like, you got to keep going. They were very motivational. And um, they're just like, you're freaking crazy. And they're all like, but it was fun. I had someone assigned to read me all this stuff on Twitch. And some stuff got really obnoxious. But it was, it kept you awake, you know. And they're just like, it was just craziness. And typically, my back always goes out when I do these world record attempts. But this was the first time that my back never gave out. Because I hired a personal trainer to work out with three days a week for an hour and a half to make me stronger. And I gained eight pounds in weight. Eight, eight pounds of muscle um, just to prepare for this one. That's when my thighs are a little, I always tell people my thighs are look a little thicker because they are a little thicker. And I go, and I got a little more uh, muscle around my, you know, abs and stuff. But it paid out that my back never went out. And uh, we pushed the limits of the Xbox. And the Xbox went uh, 76 hours before it died. 76 hours before it overheated. Which is amazing because on the past it always went like 14 hours and it would die. So crazy, crazy stuff. Um, we're really pushing the limits of the Xbox. And every time the Xbox would say, are you, what was it say? Are you tired or something like that? Then all the people on Twitch would be shut up Xbox. <laughs> and all the people that were there, um, we brought a tabletop. They were playing cards against humanity on the side. <laughs> all the people there, we, like I said, we had 150 volunteers and they were just to keep me awake and to witness uh, for Guinness world records. Um, people came dressed up in costumes like the Just Dance Gorilla. They're dancing in the background. We had a guy dressed in um, Bacon costume, Kevin Bacon, Mario, Donkey Kong, just all these craziness. And it would, the Twitter um, Twitch would blow up. People were all like, these guys are awesome. Little kids would come and dance behind me. So I always say that these world records brings a variety of people together. <laughs> okay, so as I said, Carrie was nice enough to give us two different stories. So that was story one. And now we have... Terry Swidecki's Gamer Story, number two. Okay, I forgot about another one that was kind of funny when I did my 2012 Dance Dance Revolution one. Okay, we were, it was 2012 and six weeks prior, I just had did Dance Central 2 for 24 hours. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go and I want to take back the Dance Dance Revolution one too, so I'm going to do it, Dance Dance Revolution on X2 in the arcade. So it was two weeks, it was one week before school started, and I was in my classroom, and a new teacher just got hired that I was working with, and I go, hey, how are you doing? And I go, my name is Carrie, I go, it's nice to meet you, tomorrow I'm going to set a world record playing Dance Dance Revolution for 24 hours, so maybe we can meet next week, and then I'm going to run a half marathon Sunday after I set it on Saturday. And she's like, you're crazy, and so we go to the arcade, and it was really hot in her. Okay, so it was hot because of all the machines and everything. 
were heating and it was the summer in Bakersfield, it's like 100 degrees or hotter and they didn't have the AC working. So we were frying in there and I was like, oh my God, it was like the worst world record because as I was trying to break in, one of my volunteers got hit by a car because he ran across the, the he ran across the thing, so his foot got ran over. And he didn't tell me because they didn't want to tell me because they didn't want um, to, me to worry about those things. They wanted me to focus. And then my other friend, who was supposed to be a volunteer, got into a car wreck on her way there. So we're shorthanded. We're training these people how to time on the side. And I kept trying to figure out, well, what's wrong with my friend who's out there? Um, they have him outside, they're all, well, his foot hurts, he got hit by the car, and the person stopped, but he doesn't want to go home because he doesn't want to leave you shorthanded and everything, and I said, stop, I go, I'm used to my break time, I need to consult him, and I'm like, you know, I'm like a teacher, and I was like, you have to go home, we have to call your parents, I, and you have to be 18 or older, so I mean, these guys are not kids, they're like 21, but I said, you still have to go home, and I go, I need your parent because I'm help, uh, liable for you, and I can't have you sue me about <laughs> your thing, and so... He goes, no, no, it's okay. I'm, you know, I'm an adult. And then everything goes, no. <laughs> I go, it's not my call parents. So then we were like getting people to help out. And it was just crazy because something kept happening to all our volunteers, it seemed like, during that time. And then it was really, really hot. And people were going delirious at night when it midnight hit. And people started running around and trying to find cool spots in the arcade to stay cool because <laughs> it was really hot. And then I go, where is everybody? Everybody's supposed to be keeping me awake. And then um, everyone, it seemed like everyone was starting to doze off the hours. And my friend, Jake, who's been my steward since I've done all my world records in Bakersfield in 2012, um, I call him the steward. He can never leave the Just Dance Fight Club. He's the number one steward. And I go, where is Jake? And they're all, Jake's on a, um, a five-minute break to use the restroom. And I go, I go, well, I need to take a break because I have to use the restroom. Like, okay, we'll get ready in time. I go, I don't trust any of you. You look like you are, are falling asleep. And I said, I, I go, I'm not going to take a break, but you, someone needs to find him because I'm going, I have to go to the restroom now. And I said, and I go, I need to take a break. And I was telling him, I don't trust, and everyone's going delirious. And I was like, I don't trust anybody here but Jake. I go, <laughs> and everyone's getting mad. And then one guy's all, I'm hungry. Someone bring me. Carl's Jr. and he was like falling asleep and I was like no like, you have to be late for documentation so that was like it was crazy because that one it was just so hot in the arcade in there it was warm the AC wasn't working right it was 110 degrees outside everyone's going delirious and we're late and then when I took my break um I my because the impact that DDR has on your body it's like all concentrated on your lower body rather than spread out with motion sensing that I would have to lay on the ground with my feet elevated up in the air and people were massaging my feet as I was laying on the ground with them elevated up and everyone's like what's wrong with this lady I'm, I'm just trying to take the pressures off my feet <laughs> it was crazy oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah that one was pretty crazy and they're running around and trying to find tokens on the ground all the people waiting for waiting for their turn to come on shift and uh, to be um, a witness for four hours and they're running around looking for tokens on the ground so they can play the games in between <laughs> so those are the type of stories that we're interested in you know we're going to be reaching out to a lot of different people uh, from the gaming industry and try and get good stories that we can bring to you because I, I just think it's great. And honestly, I actually do have a story of my own. I have many, but one of the stories that was great for me is back in the EverQuest days, we were going after, uh, I think his name was King Tranix. He was basically the giant king 
in the uh, EverQuest expansion. I think it was Velios. I believe that's what it was. I, I'll have to double check that one. But basically, this was like a raid level boss, and I was with the uh, I was with the Clan of Shadows, which was our guild at the time, and I was playing uh, a warrior. Well, no, actually, I was playing a tank, but as a shadow knight. And we went to do this camp, and if anyone knows anything about the old EverQuest, those are the games that could take hours. I mean, if you died, you had a full wipe of your guild, your party, it could take an hour to get back to something. And this was even after when they tried to fix a couple of things to make things run faster. Just putting together all these people, because these weren't like your little 10-man, 15-man raids that you see in uh, World of Warcraft and things like that. You could have 40, 60 people. I mean, you could basically have any size group. And not only that, these were open worlds. It wasn't instance. So anyone could sneak up on you and take the mob from you while you're fighting. And we've had wars with that. We've been victims. And yeah, sometimes we actually uh, took uh, some mobs from other people as well. But on this particular instance we were trying to kill this boss forever and it's funny because people in the zone would yell things like especially if we would get killed they'd be like oh you suck i knew you guys wouldn't be able to kill him and stuff like that this has been going on for all day i mean we're at probably like the 12 hour mark and we still haven't got this guy yet and i remember that i was like kind of like an off tank you know i wasn't i wasn't there to do the main tanking or even secondary tanking it was like you know third fourth wave type of tanking and this guy was basically what they called tanking tank and spank you know you basically would face him in a corner away from everyone else and then you would have your healers heal your damage dealers do damage and the tank just keeps taking the damage so it wasn't a crazy boss with all types of mechanics but as i said 12 hours and by then i was getting a little burnt out on the game and i'm sitting there and we would get wiped out or something and i remember at some point I just laid down because it was so easy. And I said to myself, you know what? I can do this even if I was asleep. <laughs> I mean, I was like, this, this, this is going to be easy. So I just laid back. We'd go up against the mob. I'd start hitting my keys because I knew all the keys that I was supposed to hit in order. It was not, no mystery at this point. And, you know, of course, we'd wipe or something like that. And we'd start all over again. So this just kept going on. We're probably an hour like 15 at this point, And people are talking about, oh, they're tired. And he's like, okay, we're going to keep trying. We're going to get this. We got them down to like 10% or something crazy like that. So everyone was like, we, we can do this. We can do this. And then I remember that I was just there fighting. And then all of a sudden, nothingness. And <laughs> all I remember is because I had, we actually had a few of us, like the leadership people, in like a voice chat at the time and I just heard someone yelling at me and I guess I kind of slept through that too because I kind of woke up but then I kind of fell back asleep so then I wake up again like maybe two hours later no no this is about an hour later I'd say an hour later and I look and I'm just laying there the boss is standing like basically on me and I realize I'm not dead I must have hit like feign death which you could do as a shadow knight and I'm looking around, and I'm looking at the text, and there's nothing there, and I had a tab for guild text, and I start scrolling up the guild text, and I just see people just yelling at me, cursing me out, telling me, he's at 1%, hit him, spit on him, curse at him, he'll die, and they're like, all these people are sending me messages telling me to hit the guy, and I guess maybe at the point where someone yelled at me and I woke up, 
I think just out of instinct, I hit the faint death button instead of hitting an attack button. Because so I guess I figured maybe something happened, we wiped, and I just needed to feign death so I could help drag bodies, heal people. I mean, not res people or something like that. But no, they were actually telling me to hit the boss. And when I hit faint death, whoo, man, the cursing came in, man. They were yelling at me, what the F? You're going to faint death when the boss has less than, I don't know what it was. I think it was maybe like 20,000 points, which I probably could have done uh, and lived. But no, I, I hit faint death. And yeah, I got emails <laughs> and everything where the guild leader basically was like, if it wasn't for those guild videos that you make i'd kick you out the guild I mean, that was kind of what i was known for i way back in the day before anyone else was really doing it in any type of normalcy i would make all these different videos based on our raids and put them together with music and all that and it kind of made our guild a little bit more prestigious because only the top top guilds were doing that at the time and the guy was really really pissed at me but you know, I told him, I was like, look, man, we were probably at like 15, 16 hours. I fell asleep, my fault. And he's like, well, you better help us, you know, later on. And then, so I think maybe the next day, which really wasn't a day, because as I said, after 15 hours, I probably got like another like four or five hours of sleep. And then we were playing again and we finally killed the boss. And it's like, once you kill the boss and start handing out loot, everything's okay, I guess at that point. But, you know, that's just uh, one of my stories where I actually fell asleep a lot of times when playing EverQuest and I've had people fall asleep on me but yeah we're gonna have more of those gamer stories coming up from uh, different people but as I said you know we're always looking for input so if you guys have comments you know let us know what you think of the show what else you'd like to hear us talk about you know maybe even guests that you'd like to see on the show and again thank you for listening downloading giving us likes subscribing things like that because all of that helps power the obsolete gamer network of shows but until next time Remember our saying, never stop gaming.